PKN 259. Taylor. You know, so when Taylor missed PKN, my wife was like, what'd you do? What'd you tell him? Like, did, did you say he died? Did you say that it was actually him going to like, what, what did you, what'd you come up with? And I'm like, oh, I ruined it right out of the gate. I said that I think I might have said family emergency and left it there. Yeah. And, uh, and I, we didn't pull. Yeah. Any, we didn't have any fun with it. No pranks. We didn't, because the thing is we didn't know. And, and, and I'm sure Taylor doesn't want to talk about what, what, what actually was going on. He had a family emergency. That's enough said, but you know, we didn't know if like, you know, God forbid a family member close to him had passed away or a car mm -hmm. accident or something terrible. So we didn't want to, I didn't, per, I didn't, I thought, I thought considered it, but I was like, man, if we, if we like yuck it <laughs> right. up, right. If we, could if, yuck if, we're it like, up. if we yuck it up about like something silly and then it turns out that something awful happened, like, like it's going to be, it's going to look real bad. And Taylor's, you know me, I'm one to get offended. <laughs> yes. Yes. You, very thin skin. What if we uh, got it right? Right. Like, it, what if even we were worse? Yeah. What if even we were worse. like, oh, his mom got hit by a milk truck and drowned, and then oh that <laughs> was the, th <laughs> and then that was it. <laughs> In the milk. Yeah. Jesus that Christ. Been, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. Like, that, I don't know if it's because I'm fucked up in the head, but that would have like helped my grieving had someone died where if I was like, at least my good friends, Kyle and Woody were making fun. And this, this sounds so gay, but I missed the last PKA obviously. And I was thinking just earlier today, I'm like, man, that's going to be nice to catch up with my friends, Kyle and Woody. On oh. PKN <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we we had a good old time with uh, with filthy. It, it went things went swimmingly, yeah. I, you know, went, went went just fine. I uh, I saw today. I don't know if you follow Joe Rogan on Instagram, but I saw that Bernie Sanders is in studio mm. uh, on Joe and, Rogan. Yeah, yeah, he's wow. he was That's there a huge like step up from Tulsi Gabbard as far as like reach and number of people. That's pretty. Scary. Yeah, he was like it, it, there was a picture of um of Bernie Sanders. I think with Joe's dog. I'm pretty sure Joe has a yellow lab, and you know Joe's got this massive gym like at his uh, recording studio like like it's it it's like a it blows anything else you've ever seen away like it looks like a it looks like people would pay to come there to work out there's so many machines and so many activities and you can see all that behind that it. kick registering oh yeah machine where you kick yeah. a pad and it tells you how hard you kick. yeah that's, he's got that same thing they've got at like the ufc institute <laughs> yeah yeah that's badass i'd love to hit that thing i'm sure i wouldn't register fucking bullshit but i'd like I'd to like hit to it in private you know i don't right. want my score posted <laughs> i'd like to do it by myself and then later be like no actually my my ankle's acting what did joe get <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> what joe get 500 and i got 400 and flirty flirty <laughs> yeah so but that'll be really so cool i'm looking forward to that yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how that goes. For a second, I thought, well, Bernie, that's a good get. But then it's like, you know what? Joe's podcast is at a level and also a respectability that anything could be a good get, right? Like Howard Stern's a huge you know, person. But I could see why Joe Biden might choose not to be on Howard Stern. You know, oh, for sure. He's going to ask him about some rape fantasy or whatever. You know, like, like that's where Howard will go. That's where we would go. But Rogan, no, there's, there's nobody too big for him. Yeah, maybe not. Um, th this is one of his bigger guests ever, especially with the timing. Like maybe if you get Bernie like two years ago, you know, in the off season, yeah. uh, maybe it's not as big of a deal. But getting him right now in the midst of the uh, the, the the election and everything, not in the midst of the election, but in the in the midst of the debates and everything, that, that that's pretty cool. You know, he's polling right up there, top two, top three, or something like that. Is so, he? Uh, 
Yeah. Ernie? I, I didn't know who was doing yeah. that good. I thought it was like Biden and Harris. Oh, no. Like, Harris is, she is yesterday's news tailor. She got her ass kicked in the last debate by Tulsi <laughs> Gabbard. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Harris's time as a prosecutor was a little, like, it, it actually, it's never anything she did. It's things that her office did. And, like, she was the top prosecutor, so she had a lot of lawyers under her who would have, for example, prosecuted marijuana crimes. Well, now they're like, dude, why did you prosecute all these marijuana crimes? You yourself smoked in college. How hypocritical is this, et cetera? Um, there's a couple other examples, too. Oh, there was one where there was a brand new kind of DNA evidence that she didn't allow into a case. And there are people who are saying, this guy's innocent, but you suppressed evidence. The truth is they later allowed that evidence and the guy's still not innocent. But for her to not allow a brand new kind of DNA evidence, maybe, I, I don't know what her motivation was, probably just trying to convict the guy. She's a prosecutor. But, yeah, uh, yeah. In, in dealing with like, you know, talking to my something lawyers. something new. Anyway, carry on. My, uh, my, my lawyer used to be a federal prosecutor himself. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and he was telling me like the mindset of, of federal prosecutors. He's like, they don't care about right and wrong. That's not their business. They care about conviction rates. Like, like they, they, they honestly don't care. Right. Like they That's want, really fucked up. they want, and, and he, he's like, they don't just want to convict you. They want to get as many years on you, no matter what you've done as possible. Like, you know, if, if you've done the, the most minor crime, they're going to ask for the most major punishment that they can, they think they can possibly get because it just makes them look better. You know, they're, they're just like a batter at the plate. That's you know, the they want to hit the though. ball as hard as they can. The the defense attorney also doesn't care about right or wrong. He just wants to get his client off. It doesn't matter what that guy did or if he's guilty or innocent. He's doing everything he can to just get the guy to walk. And then those two go at it, and one would hope good things happen in the end. Yeah. I yeah. was thinking that's, like, super fucked up, but now I'm trying to think of a system that would be better than that. Like, what, what would you even do? You do kind of want the prosecutor to have a little morality. Like, when they know... Yeah. That the guy's innocent, it's time to stop prosecuting, right? Yeah. Maybe. Have you seen Minority Report? That's the future right there. We just need those <laughs> psychics. That, <laughs> that's the it's like uh, that show, The Boys, which, by the way, I have not started the whole thing. It's nice good, huh? Too. And that was <laughs> the, it. Was exactly as funny as you described, Kyle, when they were showing like uh, Haley Joel Osment or whatever his oh. previous life as the star when he just touch some guy and he's like the, he's the rapist <laughs> <laughs> the mesmerizer <laughs> yeah mesmer, mesmer. As they call him. but uh, that, yeah. that show is really good i enjoyed I, that don't spoil time. it too much for me. i really I like really it a lot it. oh yeah we're definitely not spoiling it like like the, the thing we talked about with Haley joel that's like a side point to a side point it's like a, a flashback to like okay it's nothing it's 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 a nothing part of the whole like yeah, overreaching story i like when that one rant character goes Back up or I'll laser eye the fuck out of all of you. <laughs> it was just, ooh. <laughs> it's, uh, it's good. It's good shit. It's, uh, I liked it a lot. I think it's eight episodes or something like that. Amazon's making some like good shit. 50 minute episodes and it got approved, I think, for two more seasons. Yeah. I, nice. I knew they signed on for, for the second season already. That was um, funny when we talked about it. And Kyle's like, don't tell me how many episodes there are. I don't want any spoilers. And Taylor said, eight. <laughs> like, all right well i guess i'll watch the final episode later tonight. we're uh, right at the end <laughs> it is the worst when you're like hyper into a show and you're just on the 
the cycle of next episode, next episode, next mm-hmm. episode. And then you, then it puts you onto some show and you're like, Oh yeah. Like a completely different show, show. About two New York women. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care about this. Why did you, Oh, it's over. Oh. Yeah, the, but the best feeling is when you're doing that and you're like, oh, let me see how much there. Oh, there's a whole other season I didn't know about. There's a season two and they doubled the episodes. I got 30 more hours of this mm-hmm. shit. Fuck yeah. Like that's how like shows like Supernatural or uh, the X-Files, like the early seasons of the X-Files have 20 fucking episodes in each one, 45 minutes a piece. Like yeah, you can, you get halfway through season three of that show and you're like, I hope they've got time to wrap up this whole alien abduction plot. Oh, they do. They do. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I think they've got plenty of time here. We got this. I was watching, you know, on vacation, how you just put on silly shows in the background sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I put on trailer park boys and I, I put on and my girlfriend actually put it on and it was the, one of the funniest scenes in trailer park boys. I'll see if Kyle agrees as the resident expert. It was the one where Bubbles, where Ricky becomes the guardian of the carts. And Bubbles is stealing carts. And when he goes into detail explaining the way he makes a living, it's being like, well, you know, I I steal the carts and (laughs) take them home and I sell them back to the other place. And I don't even see it's a stealing. You know, they say, give me $18 a cart and I, I spend all that money back here. So. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's making the money. Yeah, exactly. That's one of my favorite episodes. I really like the episode where <clears throat> Ricky is cooking French fries and he's banging Lucy in his dad's trailer and he get he loses track of time and burns the trailer down with the French fry cooker. And uh, he comes back like, what happened? Like he's legitimately so stupid. He doesn't understand what's happened. And so like his dad just had paid off that trailer. Like he had, t- he had like a 30 year mortgage on a single yeah, white trailer. <laughs> He just has got that motherfucker paid off and now it's literally cinders, but they're still like sort of living in the cinders. Like, like everything's burnt black and like, like, like burnt, like, like it's wreckage and they're in there like trying to come up with a last meal, like whatever they can find. And it's like, he's cooked bacon and he's got like a bread heel, you know, the last piece of bread. That's that bullshit piece of bread. You just throw away <laughs> yeah. and, and bubbles comes up. And he's like, Hmm. You got some you got some bacon, Ricky? And he's like, nah, this is for old man, but uh you can sop up some bacon grease on this old bread heel if you want. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, all right. And he's sopping <laughs> up the bacon grease on the bread heel and he's eating it. And the look on his face is just <laughs> this is this upside, it's like super frown, and he's drinking out of a melted 20-ounce plastic bottle, like a Mountain Dew bottle that's been melted and twisted. And he's sort of tipping it up to drink the melted water that's full of like, what, what is it, BHOs or whatever, you know, when, when yeah. plastic mm-hmm. bottles get too hot. It's chock full of them. He just, <laughs> he just looks so depressed. <laughs> 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 I they had spent most paid of my off. money on cat food. <laughs> <laughs> they just paid off the mortgage on the trailer. Do you get a mortgage on a trailer or an auto loan? It's an auto loan, uh, the way Chiz explained it to me. Now, I wouldn't really? be surprised if that varies state to state. Um, and... I think that like maybe the auto loan like guidelines are like the superseding law, like framing that type of law. But I bet on the paperwork it says like there's some sort of like different verbiage. Like maybe it's like a a utility domicile loan mm. or something like that. Like I, I don't know how they they verbalize that. I I haven't done a lot of trailering in my life, but 
you know, my, uh, I lived in a trailer briefly. My when my dad was building, uh, my dad sold. Um, we sold our, we sold one house we had, and we were in the in the midst of the construction of the other, and it took like eight months to build the house. So in the meantime, we did stay in a trailer for about six months or How something you? like that. Six, seven, uh, something. Early. But I remember it well. Uh, I got a couple of injuries from that trailer. Trailers are dangerous. How'd you get I was, Did you get staph um, infections? So, <laughs> obesity. <laughs> um, so I was stricken with obesity. <laughs> <laughs> I kept mine a little subtle. Like anyway. So like the um, yeah. the yeah, air conditioning vents, like the floor vents. I, I, it mm -hmm. had central air, but the the floor vent um, in a home, oftentimes they're screwed down, or at the very least they're like placed up against a wall, like like out of the way areas. And but in the trailer, they're like right in the middle of the floor. And I was running through the trailer mm -hmm. one night, and I tr it was like tipped up and I tripped over it and it cut my big toe really badly but with like the edge of that vent and I get stitches and then trailer windows are like these like really heavy like <laughs> kind of windows like and, and like I dropped those on my fingers once as a mm. six-year-old and like really like like blackened my nails like, like they didn't fall off or anything but there was the fear that they would to visit uh, a trailer, it seems like any other house to me, right? Maybe I'm not, we all know me and my tastes in more hotels, or less, yeah. but you know, it's like, yeah, this is just a house. I get that it's trailer shaped or it's double wide shape, but mm -hmm. it's a house. But then when you live in a trailer, there are things that aren't obvious to the visitor. Like, oh, we could never have a fish tank. The floors are made from quarter inch plywood, plywood. you know, yeah. like it, we could never have a gym in here that oh, yeah. we wouldn't support that kind of weight. Oh, you don't hang pictures from just anywhere. These walls aren't, mm -hmm. you know, sturdy drywall. They're paper thin something or other. Like if you see in the movies when someone punches through a wall and mm -hmm. you're like, wow, that looked easy. I don't know if you've ever like gotten mad and punched a wall in real life or maybe you've been like, like I kicked one playing a video game as a teenager once. Exactly. Like, like, or, or maybe you've been in a situation where, like, oh, they're about to tear this house down. I let's have a little. Let's 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 hit a wall or whatever. Like, I've been in that scenario, and it's like, fuck, walls are sturdy. Okay, never mm -hmm. mind. God, damn. Mm -hmm. But trailer walls are like paper. You can punch right through those. Like, like you couldn't lock somebody in a trailer. There was this lady one time. It was kind of a news story in my neck of the woods where I'm from. Her you husband. Lock somebody in a trailer. You can't lock. You can't. You can't imprison somebody in a trailer. They'll, they'll tear out. They'll let me out in a minute. <laughs> but this man literally did that. He was imprisoning his wife in her trailer, in their trailer. Like he was working at like a local like poultry plant, and they came to find out that he was like keeping her locked in the trailer. And she literally did that. I want to say she like dug her way through the walls and like got to an exterior wall. And the the exterior wall is nothing but like the thinnest of metal. Like, like it's about two, take, take aluminum foil, fold it 10 times. That's the exterior wall. of the trailer. <laughs> All right. You just need to poke it real hard with like, like, like a pencil or a pen or something like that. And you, once you got, start getting it to tear, you know, you can, you can get right out. And that's what she did. She like, clawed her way out of the trailer and she was like i've been prisoner in here for weeks and the neighbors are like huh but it, yeah it was a big story you got in a lot of trouble why uh, take your weeks you could just pull right out <laughs> yeah. paper and aluminum foil you wench <laughs> yeah yeah and the doors in a trailer are like notoriously like like very low grade like, like why would you put quality garbage. doors and locks on a trailer it would seem Nobody's gonna break in here. No, well, I mean, just you could break through the walls if you wanted to. There's like there's only so much use in the locks. 
That's a Trailer Park Boys style thing. Well, Jesus, Ricky, I don't think we're going to find much in these trailers. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Bubbles. Shut up, Bubs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Trailers are just really poor construction. Uh, just, just all the way around. Every, every little bit of them. Cost. Like a, uh, it depends. It depends. Trailer. Like, like you get a nice ass trailer for like one hundred and fifty thousand, and you've got like a big fucking crazy like modular home. That's a modular home. Right. That, if you ever saw that video where I'm driving the armored personnel carrier through a guy's house, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that was a modular home. They mm -hmm. ordered it in pieces. It came there and it was assembled. Oh. That, that's but, what they do in Europe. I'm told. They don't I, just. I don't. Okay. Here, a bunch of guys with two befores, hammers, and nails show up and start making a house. There, they show up with house parts and they start piecing it together. You know, okay. mostly construct. And there's an argument for it, right? Like here, you get like variable build quality based on who's there and how what kind of mood it. But if you take the house construction and do as much of it as possible in a factory environment with jigs and square floors and you maybe know, robots, even. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, there was a, but anyway, it you can see how it's indoors, it's air conditioned, it's well lit. It's all the things that you need to really quality control in a factory. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but but yeah, they vary in wildly in, in price depending on what you're actually getting. But but if you're, if you're thinking of that single wide trailer that like they live in in the trailer park boys, I'm pretty sure you can get those for like, Eighteen, twenty thousand dollars, or something like that, when they're That's used. Like cheaper than a reasonable car. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, like doesn't 20. have an engine, does it? The vehicle. <laughs> it is a vehicle. Yeah. It's a vehicle with no engine on blocks. I mean, you know. <laughs> when you put it like that, <laughs> it's a vehicle with no engine on block. Okay, when you put it like that, it doesn't seem like that great of a deal. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> at, at that point, no. Like an RV sounds almost better if you think about it. Like. If you're, would you rather have a mid-grade RV or a low-grade trailer to live in? I'd go mid-grade RV every time. I'd go RV for sure because RV means that like you're driving and you can walk backward and there's like tables and an oven and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely like a microwave and fold-down table and a big bed. Usually the bedroom's <laughs> all the way in the back. The way Taylor laid it out, though, he's like, you're driving, and then just walk backwards and go to the... You should park first, Taylor. There's a step two. thing called autopilot. Yeah, I oh. learned about autopilot. They don't stop at red lights or stop signs. Yeah, cruise control. <laughs> that's, that's cruise control. That's a little no, different. No, no, it is autopilot. Autopilot can change lanes. Autopilot can sort of navigate on the highways and stuff, but subtle things like stop signs and red lights, it that's... Self-driving and autopilot are different in like Tesla terminology. Ah. I'm learning subtle things Fair like red lights. And yeah, <laughs> and you can see well, like red, red lights are Toddlers. important to us, but they're they're subtle in the sense of like a sensor picking it up from the environment. Yeah, and autopilot is, I guess, meant to mirror a plane's autopilot, which people mm -hmm. think of as really sophisticated, but it's not. It just maintains vector, which means direction and altitude. And that's its yeah. job, vector and altitude, and I guess speed. And uh, that, when you parallel it to a car, is like, yeah, it just stays between the lines. That's what it does. But subtle things like passenger, I don't know, pedestrians and all that business, I guess they're still doing. I, I, I need to go test drive a Tesla, not to buy one. Just you to, should, man. Just because yeah, I yeah. really have a burning curiosity about Aren't it. Aren't they pretty cheap? Or maybe get one from Turo. 
Like, like I think you like, like, like that would be the real, like, cause test drives are kind of weird. Like, like me as a, as a, as a, as a salesman, I was always like, look, have fun. This ain't my car, dude. <laughs> you know, do what you want to do out here. But like a lot of, I think a Tesla salesman might take you to sort of a con semi-controlled environment, right? Like, let's do this route. Yeah. I, I don't know how much fun that would be, but with Turo, I looked at him a while back and like, maybe it was like. 200 a day 300 a day somewhere in that kind of range it wasn't like that five or six hundred dollar a day kind mm -hmm. of shit that you see with like like supercars like if you're getting like some kind of crazy thing but uh but i don't know i, I feel like it'd be worth it to, to check that thing out um i'm curious as well about what the, I, I you know i've seen the videos i saw a cool video the other day of this guy taking his like his wife's grandfather or something out in his and like mm -hmm. showing he, he's like he's like where are the controls like this guy was ancient this guy was mm -hmm. 98 years old or something he's he's like everything's right here gramps like, like there's a, like a giant ipad like right in the middle of the console he's like if i want to turn your your air conditioning and your heater on or if i want to do this or that and he's just like whipping around in the thing and he shows uh he opens the hood up and then i don't know i can't remember what they call the hood uh trunk they call it like a hunk a or frunk. something like that a frunk that's what it is. They should call it the hunk. Hunk is so much better. Why would it be hunk, hunk though? Because it's the hood, but you got a trunk. Oh, yeah. Instead <laughs> of the front trunk, it's the hood trunk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they should call it a hunk. Mm. Uh, but he, he opens the, the frunk, and he's just like, wow. You know, he's blown away by that. And I, it, was, it was cool to see that guy who literally comes from a time of, like, Model A Fords and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like, the, he was probably born when the first cars were just getting going, and uh, and, and he's fascinated by this this and you know he puts he's like all right lean back now we're i'm gonna show you what she can do and he's like oh you don't even hear anything like, yeah well, don't, aren't in the, the maybe, maybe i'm wrong but aren't all electric cars like not all electric cars but all teslas pretty quick yes yeah, because so like, fast they, they don't have to amp up and, and get charged, instant like, power instant power there's not a gearbox and there's there's not there's a no transmission uh, it just yeah just the electric motors they snap on to full power like it's amazing it's I, like a blender this it's is the blender the, in your house you know when you press go it's instant that instantaneous yeah. like <sighs> that's your tesla have you seen the pickup truck that's coming out i'm looking at it right now and that oh, is that sexy. looks sick yeah check out the frunk like uh if you my pictures are slow in responding but um so there's no engine under the front hood in this no right no what there it, it kind of looks like a skateboard there's a big battery pack under like the entire car and then four wheels and then they just stick the car on top of a skateboard looking thing that's that's, that's cool awesome yeah yeah it's so cool we live in this time where stuff like this it's like first being engineered like i wonder what just like that old man was befuddled by the ipad you know control panel mm -hmm. i wonder what we're gonna be befuddled by when we're mm. then well the japanese have a flying car right now that'll hover for over 60 seconds and they say their goal is to have people flying around in flying cars by the 2030s of course it's the japanese those fucking geniuses over there I, on their island <laughs> i read that 45 minutes ago i was like okay we'll see I, we have to have so much power that we can piss it away for flying cars because it just takes a lot of energy to keep things in the air yeah mm. compared yeah. to rolling them along the ground yeah what i do yeah, know is sure. like the more i hang out by the beach and in florida and anywhere by the beach it makes me like man it sucks i grew up in the midwest people <laughs> get to like look at this all the time like this is just part of their reality like that must be awesome to grow up near the ocean
you can move there. I can. I can. Well, I <laughs> I literally went on Zillow and looked at houses like in the Tampa area mm-hmm. and was like, ah, can't afford that. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, like when I went to Utah, Utah close as... enough to like take a day trip to a mm-hmm. beach, right? Um, like Atlanta, oh, absolutely. Like, 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 like um, I could go. Well, I mean, even closer. I could go to the Georgia coast, uh, you know, and that's even closer. If I wanted to go to like Jekyll Island, or uh, or something like that, Myrtle Beach. If I wanted to go to South Carolina, is like six hours. Uh, Jekyll Island's five or six hours. Uh, Tampa is like nine or ten hours drive for me. Something like that. <clears throat> okay. I used to go to Tampa a lot. Uh, I like Tampa. I, got, I know a lot of people down in Tampa, uh, and always had a good time down there. Yeah. I'm yeah, three I hours from the Outer lot. Banks. I could go, but I don't tend to much. Yeah, yeah I don't like place. it, frankly. Um, I don't like the beach. You don't like the beach? I really dislike it, actually. What, what uh, don't you like, like about it? I don't like the sand and the salt water. Oh, well, that, like yeah. Well, that's going to ruin the beach. That's for what you. constitutes a beach. Yeah, um, the sand and the salt water. He doesn't like those. You like one. You dislike one hundred percent of what a beach is. <laughs> I, I, I literally do. Like, like, like. I, I honestly do. You know. I, you know. I don't. I don't want to upset anybody, any beach lovers out there. But it's just not for me. You know. That I find them both to be irritating. Uh, irritating things. I don't like it. Whenever I get in the, I've been in the ocean. I always get like really itchy when I come out, like from the salt water. Mm-hmm. It's like all I instantly want to hit that like beach side shower thing they've got. You know, you can it get dry salty thing. and it, it makes you itchy some especially if you put a shirt on a saltwatered body. It's itchy. Just just my balls, just everything that. feels <laughs> just salty. My ass cracks salty, you know, the, the and then and then if you, you mix sand with that, like like I don't want to sit on this towel on sand. I, I don't want to be out here. I'm getting all mm-hmm. dry and crispy and I don't want to be out here with this many people either. Um, yeah, the, the people, the beach, I, I think I, the number one thing is the sand, then the salt water, uh, then the people, and then the stuff that's out there living in the salt water uh, in, in that order are the things that I dislike about the beach. So last time I was in Los Angeles, they had me, um, not the last time, the time before, actually, I was like right there by like one of the more famous beaches, I think. Like, like in a really nice area. They put me in a hotel that was like I could if I looked out my balcony, I could see that really nice beach. Might have been Venice Beach. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know it very well. <clears throat> but but Kitty was like, Oh, you you won't go see the beach. It's quite famous. And I'm like, You never seen the Pacific Ocean, have you? And I'm like, we fly over it all the time. <laughs> I had no issue in walking a block. Yeah, I had no issue and I had no like I didn't I, I didn't go. I didn't want to see it. I didn't care. I just I dislike the beach tremendously. Man, that stinks. <laughs> no, it doesn't because I don't have there's I don't live near one, so lucky me. Lucky you. Yeah. Well, when global warming hits and the whole east coast is consumed, you're going to be beachfront property, my man. I will have moved considerably west by that point. About, the only thing I really, miles. really hate about the beach, other than like other people, which you're right about that, is I don't know. They're like they're like chiggers that live in the sand, and they jump up and bite you. I mean, really? Like, Usually they don't like the water. The sand fleas. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just, I just. Oh my god! It. I processed that so slow. <laughs> what? I don't know what they're called, but sea fleas or mm-hmm. sea chiggers or whatever they are. Fuck those things. I'm not a big I fan of jellyfish. I so many fish. little bites on my ankles. I remember we went to, um, 
where is it where they had the big oil spill um like 10 years ago down in, in the gulf right gulf uh gulf gulf something gulf port gulf beach something like that um, uh, i went down there right after that thing mm-hmm. um i was driving right through there and i stopped at this really nice like uh cajun restaurant that's like on the beach so we're sitting at this window um at this window that overlooks the beach and we're eating like uh like etouffee and fucking gumbo and all this like cajun food and, we, and it's delicious it's really good tasty stuff and i look out on the beach and i see black people i had never seen black people at the beach i didn't know they went i didn't know they went i thought i thought that it was just something they weren't into you know like like i've also never seen a lot of black like skateboarders or like hang glider pilots you know like like this is just something they're not into, you know. Like, These like, are little things that I've never thought about, but the more you're saying it, I'm like, you're you're right. I talked <laughs> to a black guy at the that. beach. He brought his family, and his whole motivation was just to show them that they weren't missing anything. He's like, once I show them <laughs> the beach, I won't have to go again because they wanted to see what's up. Yeah, oh, uh, well, I like well down there the in Gulfport or wherever it was. First of all. We just had been in a, at a hotel the night before, and CNN was like, the devastation in Gulfport has, has never been seen before. And they show, like, this oil slick on the beach, and it looks like a disaster. Mm. We get there, and none of that is there. They must have found, like, this one oily patch of, like, 30 yards and filmed it at a close-up, like just like they do whenever they've got, like, some Democratic senator, like, peering through a fence crying at immigrants, and they flip the screen around, and she's just at a chain link fence outside of a Denny's. Like yeah, she was that's crying not a parking true. Lot. That was so funny. <laughs> that's bullshit. Like we should just be truthful about it. She was at a detention camp, and the apparently the children weren't up against the thing, but they were in the distance. And I don't think she was crying either. She, I've seen she CNN pull that stuff a lot, though. Remember when they had um, the reporters? Oh, what, what were they at? They were at like a disaster or something. They're like we are here at the you know the, the meteor strike or whatever, and then like the camera whips around and. They're just in a parking lot somewhere. They lie a lot. They do the Bear Grylls thing. Remember mm-hmm. when Bear Grylls, like, he's like, yeah. we're going to have to jump over this magma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, and then some guy uploads a video of him jumping over the same magma and just it's like a highway right it. behind him. He acted like, like a holiday special right over technique there. to walk on the cam- rock. Yeah. One of their cameramen for Bear Grylls got fired because it was him being like, all right, now I've got to get over this crevasse. It's dangerous, but hopefully I can make it. And it showed, and he, the cameraman panned from him looking over this crevasse to the left, and the the crevasse ends like a hundred feet to the left, and then you see cars driving by on a highway behind it. It's like Bear Grylls, come on, my man! Like, yeah, they got there, and there was no oil spill. Like, like, not only was there no oil spill, that's wind like, direction like, sensitive, though. Like, it, sure, because it all but, stays but on the we surface, were, and if the wind comes from the land, then it all blows away quickly. But, but it was, Man, it was sure. a party at the beach that day. There were hundreds of people enjoying all of the activities of the beach. It was like a, com- maybe they were shooting a commercial for Gulfport Beach or whatever that thing is that <laughs> day, because there were literally people playing volleyball on like <laughs> jet skis out there. Yeah. There were sandcastles being constructed. Everybody was having a great time. Like like I was looking at it, and, but I was just surprised that like, I don't mean there were 10 black people or like, like 50% of the people there were black. It was like 100% black people on the beach. And I just never seen that before. Um, and that's just like the I've nature. I've never seen of that. that either. That Those are the demographics of that area. Apparently. Our demographics. 
yeah, it was just the demographics of that demographics of that area. There just weren't a lot of white people. I mean, everybody in the restaurant was also black, and the people serving us were black. And I just don't think there were any white people there where we were. Dude, talking about seafood restaurants, like I I've eaten nothing but seafood for the last six days or five days or whatever, and I am farting so foul, <laughs> so foul. To the point that my girlfriend like woke up and was like, "You you farted so bad last night. It woke me up. <laughs> smell, not from the sound, from the smell. Oh, like, you polluted oh, the room. Oh, oh. <laughs> you Dear God. Oh, I'm I so glad seafood. I'm not there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah, how like you're lots of crab and lobster. Like you are a shelling master." I haven't eaten any crab yet. I think we're going to go get some crab after this tonight for dinner. I've eaten a t I found out that mussels, I love mussels. Mm. They destroy my insides. I bet. And they make me, it, I feel fine. <laughs> I feel fine. But I expel a substance that is not of this world. It's a neurotoxin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a neurotoxin. Like, it's enough to like, like kill a small dog. Mm. Oh God! Like if, <laughs> like, like if the dog were under the covers, like sleeping, he yeah, come crawling out. He come crawling out like a World War One fucking fighter <laughs> who'd been mustard gassed. <laughs> yeah, he would. He'd crawl out there like Hitler, who's like, "Yeah, the next time we have a world war, we're not using this. It's pretty terrible. Taylor's fights <laughs> are not something that we should engage in." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <Yeah>. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sort of processing it on a slow roll. Oh yeah, Taylor's farts too rough for Hitler. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. If yeah. Hitler were around, he'd be like, honestly, this is the worst gas I've ever smelled, <laughs> and I've smelled some. Yeah. <laughs> Hitler was in the trenches. He knows about the gas. Did Hitler fight in World oh, yeah. War One? Is that yeah, right? He did. Yeah, yeah he fought. In oh, World that's War. what the mustache that, came from. Yeah. I, yeah. Know the story. That's why he was like, uh, apparently. Uh, from what I've read, like super against gas warfare, like like throwing mustard gas on people and shit. Mm. But yeah, he did and, gas uh, the Jews. That was the thing. He, well, he blamed them for their loss London. in World War One. Isn't that what it was? It was London. It was London that they were shooting the V twos at. Uh, they didn't gas them. They were shooting high explosive rockets at them. Um, you know, blowing up chunks of London. Uh, I was talking about in the showers, the gas thing. That yeah, yeah, but I disproved that um, like thirty episodes ago or something like that. So Fair no, that's true. And ever since Kyle said that, I've believed it wholeheartedly <laughs> <laughs> because he made a lot of convincing points. <laughs> I mean, you try to convince me we didn't go to the moon. I feel like I laid out a much more believable argument that the you know the Holocaust <laughs> didn't happen than you did that we didn't go to the moon. I'm just saying. I mean, fair is fair. You did con convince me more than I convinced you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure we, we definitely went to the moon. Yeah, like, yeah, we went. We we did that shit. Somebody did. It is weird though. It like, is weird though, though right? Like I don't like that. What he was like, we've never gone back. We've the never Russians gone back. Never went there. So all of our trips to the moon happened in the Nixon administration, huh? Okay. Yeah. It's like our least honest administration for decades. Maybe the we'll Blues go again. The Blues had only lost two Stanley Cup finals <laughs> when we made it to the moon. And it took, you know, an eon later for us. Dude, to there's a whole documentary about the St. Louis Blues winning the Stanley Cup this year. I've watched I was, it. I was, of course you have. 
I was flipping around on that on uh, Amazon or something last night and I and I was like, Holy oh, shit. are you talking about a real documentary? Yeah, I was talking about a YouTube thing. No, I haven't watched that. No, no, there's a whole thing. Like, I bet if you go on Amazon and search St. Louis Blues, it'll pop up. You know, I skipped over it pretty quickly, but it appeared to be like a, <laughs> a whole like, you know, documentary about them winning. I also watched the um, the whole uh, documentary or the movie about that. Alex Hammond guy. I'm probably getting his name wrong. The, 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 the free climbing soloist guy. Yeah. I had not seen the, the movie. I thought I had seen everything, but I remembered Woody mentioned the documentary and I was like, yeah, I've seen the documentary where he goes to Angola. And it, but then I was like looking, I just searched his name on Amazon and I found whatever it's called. El Capitan. And, uh, Capitan perhaps like that's that. the Mount. That's definitely the, the cliff face he called. I, oh, I thought that's what you were looking for. The documentary. Um, but it's on Hulu, um, and uh, and I hopped on there and I watched that thing. And first of all, he's incredibly autistic. All right, this <laughs> is, I'm and there. I had never realized that watching his interviews or watching him on Rogan, the yeah, yeah. level he didn't he came off okay on Rogan. He came off okay on every other thing, but when you watch that movie, you're like, all right, all right, bro. You've got some issues I see now. Now I understand why you do what you do and how you are the way you are. You are not a normal, socialized human being. You have no social skills whatsoever. You are a bizarre human being. I still like him and everything and respect what he does, but he definitely is Asperger's. Like, like he is hmm. definitely just like way out that. there. On this kind of guy. Oh, super high functioning, but he has his social skills and his like, like, like I, I just found like little things like he's got this girlfriend who's really cute and mm -hmm. she is a huge distraction and, and it, i hope he's not with her anymore because like the whole documentary i'm like get rid of that bitch <laughs> get rid of her like like he hadn't been hurt in like eight years and like he's been dating her for like two weeks and he's fallen twice <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like it's that bitch it's her <laughs> and like one of the falls she's like giving him slack and she just like Whoop! and like lets the rope go through the pulley and he falls like 20 feet or something like that and sprains his ankle really badly Jesus Christ. and he's right in the middle of filming the documentary to like free solo El Capitan and he's got this full national Nat Geo camera crew with him and you can tell that they have this sort of mindset of like look we don't want to be the fucking reason that he dies we don't want to ever pressure him to do anything before he's ready to do it so we're just fucking not saying a word about anything and we don't want to even be in his line of sight on the mountain, you know, when he's climbing. We don't want to be responsible. But it's we've also been fun. here. We've been out here for a while now, and uh, he hadn't climbed it yet. And by a while, I don't mean a week or two weeks or a month. It's been going on for like six months, it seems like, where they're mm -hmm. just like hanging out with this guy, and he's like practicing with ropes. And like, like, like he goes up one time trying to solo, and he's like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. And he just quits. And then it goes three months later. And he's like buying a house in Vegas. Like he's not even doing it anymore. He's <laughs> off doing his own. Like the girlfriend, of course, has convinced him to purchase a home in Vegas. And uh, and he, he's like, he's never had a house before. He's I'm an outside cat. Cunt. He's an outside cat. And and uh, and she's like, yeah, we're going refrigerator. She's like, we're gonna put a sofa here and a chair there and a chair. And he's on his phone. And you know, he's like looking up fucking climbing ropes or fucking <laughs> climbing <laughs> shoes or a new, a new kind of flax seed to eat for breakfast or whatever and and she's like yeah and we're gonna oh this will all be baby blue and and like they go refrigerator shopping and like i don't know if either of you have been refrigerator shopping in the last decade but 
you can get a $450 refrigerator that looks like the thing that you see in like every 80s movie that like that detective comes home and opens up and there's nothing in it, you know, or you can get this space shuttle that mm. sits in your kitchen and, and, and she immediately is looking at this space shuttle. That's like $2,800 or something like that. He's like, Oh, that's way too wide. <laughs> and she's like, okay, well there's this one. Every- oh, that's way too deep. <laughs> you know, it was like 3000. And then she goes, ah, $450. This is our refrigerator. And it's that old, old timey, like, all white freezer on mm-hmm. top about as big as an ice cooler and just a standard size, like bottom refrigeration section. And sure enough, they slide, they're sliding that bitch right into that hole in the wall. <laughs> I, I wonder like, good for you, man. Two things about that guy. Like one, I wonder how much money he makes, right? He's the best he's worth in the about, world. He's worth close to 2 million. Okay. All right. I was going to say he's the best in the world at what he does, but there's not a huge market for it. And I wonder how attractive to women he is because he has a passion it's not just like raising family. As a matter of fact, he's probably just not on that track. His girl's a solid eight. Very, mm. very nice looking young lady. There's a, there's a person in my universe. I don't want to out him, but he's a, he's a paraglider, but an acro guy. And he's very good. He's one of the best in the world. And um, I saw his significant other. I'm trying to really anonymize it. And it was like, huh. Because in my little circle, this guy's a legend one of the world's greatest. But when you take him out of my circle, he's really just a person with not very good job prospects, right? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm I'm sorry if I'm retreading, you know, walked ground, because I'm sure you guys talked about it last show, but I went to our Reddit and they said that as you were falling, Woody, the song that was playing was I need a hero. That's true. Is that true? That is because true. Because that is one of the funniest things <laughs> I've ever heard in my childhood. That you're panicking, trying to go through everything, and you're here. I need a hero. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be strong, and he's got to be gotta true. And he's got to be fresh from the fight. Than yeah. <laughs> I need a hero. <laughs> I'm just like, i got to freaking fix this. You know? and you're, you're like consumed with panic, but you're hearing I need a hero. That is... Oh, that is, oh, God damn it. Why did I miss last episode? That is so, <laughs> that is so funny. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I didn't put it on on purpose. I had a um a play. I lifted weights <laughs> earlier that day. So it was just an upbeat playlist that like I was playing yeah. for the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been a little little, little ridiculous if you were like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm dying. I'm the song. Let me find the right. Yep. I need it. All right. Good yeah. God. <sighs> I was like, I can't believe this is on right now. Like, but it, it's kind of encouraging. You know? It's kind of encouraging. <laughs> you know what? If I were plummeting to my death, I can't think of a song I'd rather hear. I'm a survivor. Right? I'm going to make it. I'm going to work harder. Come on. That's good, but I like I Need a Hero even more. <laughs> I like I Need a Hero the most. Or that Tom Petty song, Learning to Fly. Or a little R. Kelly. Yeah, Learning to Fly. <laughs> little R. Kelly. I believe I can mm. fly. I don't. I don't. I Need a Hero beats all of them, though. I don't. Maybe R. I'm Kelly biased. Trouble. Dude, I, he is. But I, I've... I think it's part of my like I don't know grieving process, but like it to work through it. I've listened to that song thirty times like since last week. Like it's. Uh, Do you think it gave you like almost a form of PTSD? Not like oh co-op, yeah. not stealing valor from those troops or whatever. Right. In the sport, they call it a fear injury, right? Where like you're not hurt, but you're not quite right either, and uh, you know maybe low grade. I was more. 
messed up when my friend got hurt when he hit a power line than I was from my reserve throws. But yeah, we've we about fixed the motor. The frame was bent. I think that's all sorted out from yesterday. I've got two reserves to fold. The first one's halfway done behind me. Um, I'm putting it all back together. Have you uh, have you flown so, since then? Yeah, a couple times. Oh my god! So the very next flight, I go up and I'm doing this acrobatic move called a sat that puts some stress on the lines, and one of the lines breaks. <laughs> Like, <laughs> so I'm like spinning around. I'm getting some G's. I'm in the exact same position I was the previous flight, and a line goes breaks on me. And I'm like, no, I thought it was my harness, the thing you sit in, because that's how it felt. Like, I just like dropped a foot. I like yeah. quickly inspect it. I look up at the wing, and the middle of it is like fluttering around, like the front center. And uh, I'm like, oh, damn it. You know, like, that, that's not what I'm looking for. So I briefly considered, like, the wing is flying. It's wing-shaped. It's doing wing things, just not very well. It's not gliding as well, and it's not steering as well. And I thought about going back to the airport I had launched from, but I was like, I think I'd rather just be on the ground right now. So um, I'm way up high, so I get to, like, I have choices. I have decisions I can make. And I, I picked this yard that I thought looked flat. It really wasn't. I land in there, and this 81-year-old dude comes out. And he's awesome. I've been trained on how to handle this. The open the opening line is yeah. eighty one year old dude training. This is a beautiful piece of land you have right here. Right, that's how it starts. And then, uh, and you know, he, he drank at first. And I was like, I didn't mean to trespass. This wasn't my plan, you know. But but here I am, and I'm just taking my stuff to the edge, waiting for a pickup. And we talked for a while. We talked about retirement, life, marriage, family, work, um, all kinds of things. He gave me a joke. Uh, I have a picture. I took a picture. Next time, I won't just shoot that wing. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I would, I'll, I think I'll include him in a video. Next time, I'm shooting for flesh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dude. Oh, I, look at that guy. <laughs> Man, that guy is elderly. He's 81. <laughs> and he, yeah, he's 79. I accused, or he's, Wife is 79, so I accused him of robbing the cradle. and It was fun. Yeah, I sat on his uh, front porch on a swing, and he gave me a Pepsi while I waited for rescue. And it was probably a Ugh. better experience than the flight would have been. But, what a uh, nice guy. Yeah. You know you like Coca-Cola. <laughs> I'm not really a soda guy at all, but he offered me a Pepsi, and I, I, I kind of just liked the generosity. Like, you know, yeah, like the, yeah. The, it's really the, kind. The, yeah. Yeah. I fall into a thing where I'll assume that iced tea isn't like caffeinated and I'll drink like 10 iced teas without thinking about it. And then before I know it, I'm like, I just got to stand up. I just got to move around. I just got to do this. I just got to do that. I just got to do my, my, I'm like, Oh, there's a reason my heart's beating so fast. Cause <laughs> I just drank 15 iced teas. My tolerance for caffeine is, uh, it's pretty extraordinary because I drink almost exclusively unsweetened tea. Like I drink it all day. Like, like it, I, it's, I don't drink water. I drink unsweetened you feel tea. Anything. If you drink no. a Red Bull, at all no no i gotta drink like if i get like the really big red bull then yeah like 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 i'll feel a little energized but like i got a frappuccino yesterday like a venti frappuccino with two Does shots of, a of caffeine oh so much espresso yeah it's a huge amount of of caffeine it's probably two red bulls at least and i was just like oh yeah i'm not tired anymore damn <laughs> i i only drink coffee maybe twice a week and every time i do like i have to tell myself only one cup 
because I will get antsy and in my own head and, and wanting to pace around. And you could drink decaf. I mean, I mean, decaf has caffeine in it. Like well, the fact what that I'll do is I'll have like a cup of coffee and then I'll just drink tea, like hot tea, if I want mm. something else. Like an old granny. Like lavender tea. Ah, like cam- little chamomile. The of granny tea. Yeah. Lavender tea. Jesus lavender Christ. Lavender tea is so good. It it it, it helps stuff. calm down that that coffee buzz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah, uh, I, I highly recommend that um, that whole. It's on Hulu. That whole thing about the Alex uh, Hammond guy or whatever his name is. I, I'm butchering his name um, because it's when he finally climbs El Capitan with no fucking rope. He's just, dude. He's just going up this thing. I don't know how tall it is. Let's call it three thousand feet, something like that. And there's parts Any of it more where than ten is enough to die. He's so. he's just like he he looks like Spider Man going up this thing because he's there's parts where he's just doing this to get grip. He's just pinching. He's just pinching and like there's one part where he's just in a crack doing this going up the crack. It's just a crack. It's crazy. And he, and he says nothing on that hillside. I don't know what else to call it. Mountainside is more than like a six out of ten for him. You know, it's mostly four out of ten. He's just in a calculated way going step by step all the way up here's how autistic he is taylor he has a journal where he can recite every hand and foothold up the three or four thousand foot mountain he's like yeah then it's a it's a left pinchy grab on mm-hmm. on the on the on the green rock to my left and then my right foot slides up and then my left foot and then i cross over and i grab the big melon shaped rock and then i do and he's just got like all these this huge notebook yeah, definitely, full of definitely, that definitely don't want to definitely don't want to <laughs> uh climb that again definitely uh, that was fucking scary definitely he's all do that. <laughs> sometimes when we do death pools we pick an under 40 which is like the most fun right like you know you sure wanna, yeah yeah, yeah. like a miley cyrus right you know who knows she could od or something uh alex hanald is always my under 40 pick yeah i i i, I would not be surprised if he if he died any moment at any moment it, when he finished it he finishes it and he's just he's his level of happiness is about the same as when I win a game of PUBG. All right. He's just like, yeah, I did it. It's good. He literally goes, yeah, he's telling, he's on the phone with his girlfriend. He has sent the girlfriend away so that she won't be a, an emotional burden on him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I did it. And she's like crying and exuberant. And he's like, he goes, yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And they're like, they're like, what are you going to do now, Alex? Well, I'm not, I'm not ready to take the, Go in a public place with a lot of people challenge. Uh, but, I'm, but I'm ready to uh, climb another, climb another. Definitely, definitely going to climb another mountain. Definitely going to do that. <laughs> he goes to his van where he lives and he does finger holes. He's got this bar, this like wooden. What do you mean? He's got this like uh, wooden like plaque type thing hung over the entrance, bar. and it's got like little like. In- like 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 you took a uh, like a router or whatever and like made a little groove in it and you put your fingertips in it and he's holding himself and doing like chin ups and holds with just his fingertips and he's 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 just like holding himself there. He's got to be jacked out of his mind, right? He looks or like Spider Man, but ripped. Yeah, he looks like Spider Man. Like like his like like he's all muscle, but not big bulky at all. I think he's like 165 pounds. More like lean muscle. Yeah, yeah, and, and his hands not- look a little weird he's not fat at all but i feel like maximum performance isn't super ripped right like like um 
I don't know, like what you see in a bodybuilding contest or maybe even Brad Pitt's oh, Fight yeah. Club. Like that, those guys are really just like paper thin skin, dehydrated. Alex, yeah. I, I mean, he's muscular and he's ripped, but it's not like, I don't know, you don't see There's any no striation bulk. in his abs or, you know, like he doesn't have butt rips or anything like that. He's just. Yeah. Just yeah. I th I'm sure the fat helps. I'm sure he needs like a good store of fat to like, like, what? It was a, it's four hours to climb up the mountain. That's how long it took him. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Um, it's like three hours. Imagine that endurance level it takes to climb for four hours. I was thinking, like, like, like he'll stop every now and then. Every time, like, like they break the mountain up into like sections. You're like, oh, this is called the boulder problem, and this is called like giganto or whatever. And like every time he completes one, there's usually like a position he can rest in. Like mm -hmm. he can kind of um, stand there and look around and. Uh, I just imagine getting past one of them, being up 500 feet, and being like, "I want to quit now." <laughs> like, Can like, I like go I'm just putting, home. <laughs> I want to go home. Like, like, definitely, and, and, definitely don't want to climb the rest of this. Definitely don't want to do that. This, this, <laughs> this isn't fun. This is <laughs> just fucking the rain man of climbing. <laughs> yeah, this uh, def definitely not as fun as my brother told me. Def definitely kind of shit. <laughs> Well, on the Rogan podcast, they were talking to him and, and they're like, you know, how how close is the second best guy to you? And he's like, uh, pretty much the only guy who wants to do this. And I thought that was interesting, too. There aren't a lot of guys like no one else has tried to solo El Capitan. No. Most of the guys Not who free like solo. free solo What's things do it safer places. Alex Hanald, maybe. Hanald, OK. The only climber I've ever watched yeah. is some guy named Magnus who hangs out with Juji Mufu and like some power lifters. I love that guy. That guy's curiously oh, effective guy's, at everything. That guy's, that guy's cool as shit. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> did Did you see him? Uh, I guess you mentioned the jujitsu thing. He he tried to um, like wrestle a Brazilian Brazilian an MMA fighter, but they were just doing Brazilian jujitsu, and uh, man, it, like he's really fit and he's really strong. But he used that fitness and strength in the dumbest grappling ways. And it just like, I don't know, tried to overpower a guy who had leverage advantages. You know, one hand against two. Well, I'll do my best. Yeah, good luck. It was fun yeah. to watch an untrained guy. And he was a good sport. <laughs> I haven't watched that before. Oh, he, he was totally to exhausted. I would, I would love to see an untrained strongman. Someone like, uh, I don't recall his name, but he's like 6'8", and he's the strongest man on earth like the last four years, other than this current year, which... Uh, We're not talking the about the mountain. One. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the, it's, it's a different guy. Uh, something Shaw. Okay. Brad Shaw. Oh. No, not... No. Brian Shaw, I think, or something. Brian. Brian's what it is. I would love to see a guy like that like do a fun amateur bout against a real fighter because it like what you were saying, Oh, this guy was being stupid trying to do one hand against two. A power lifter might work that, that level. I bet he could, he could lift anyone. He would just, just, yeah. just conquer it would them, be interesting. I like. I, yeah. Joe Lozon has said that he would not be able to beat Shaq. Yeah. Well, yeah. Shaq's just a huge human. So. Well, I don't know that Shaq has given yeah. up much to Brian Shaw. I, well, I mean, no, Brian Shaw is definitely way, more powerful. Way stronger than Shaq. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, Brian Shaw can, like, overhead press a log that weighs a thousand pounds or something crazy. Like, he's so corded with muscle and has that, like. And he has explosive ability and he has yeah. cardio, too. Those guys have a lot of cardio to do those circuits that they, that they do. Like, they run, they, like, pick up an anchor, like a, like a big boat anchor, and, mm -hmm. like, run 25 yards and then run back and get, like, an anvil. 
and then run it back 25 yards and then grab like a keg full of sand and water and run. doesn't anyone like, need a gallon of paint this shit's <laughs> <laughs> dude being being the guy that comes up with strongman competitions has to be hilarious where you're just like how about you can can we make them try and pull a train like, <laughs> can we do that how about like like it, i don't know like a not a not a, a feral bear <laughs> but they move successfully a smaller pair. I like it when they toss shit over their head and there's like the a, kegs. Yeah, kegs. And and I don't know how to describe like the, so the javelin. No, what is the pole vault bar type thing? Yeah, it's they the throw? pole vault thing that they throw it over. Yeah. 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 And have you ever picked up a keg? Oh, they're heavy. As I'm not sure I have. Um, you know, I used to shoot those things occasionally. It makes right. an interesting target. It's a little expensive, but like I would get it. I think that their kegs might have sand and water in them because it makes it awkward to like <laughs> move around. You know, you like, wouldn't want them to have easy kegs. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but just a beer keg. I don't remember what it weighed. I want to say it's like. I I, I want to Google it. I, I want to say it's fifteen gallons, but I'm just not positive. How many gallons in a keg? Clickety clack. 15. Yeah, it's 15 5. gallons. Nailed it. Um, so 15 times eight is 80 plus 40 is 120 pounds. Um, so it's 120 pounds plus the weight of the keg itself. You've got 120 pounds of liquid if you're just carrying beer around. Probably and 150 at least. 15 times eight is 120 though. 15 times eight, 80 plus 40 is 120. Isn't that what I said? Oh, I, I maybe I stuck on the 80. I thought you said times eight was 80 but oh yeah it's just the way out. i do math like I, I i multiplied it by the the big number then the small number and add them together okay um but 120 plus whatever the keg weighs which i'm going to say is like another 10 pounds or something because it's aluminum i think i could pick it up i can put it in the back of a pickup truck <laughs> yeah 130 <laughs> pounds that's about the limit of what i could carry around i guess like Kyle, without I a good you grip couldn't throw that over your shoulder and sprint with it for <laughs> um, 100 yards? I can put it on my shoulder and I can move with it. It hurts though. The weight of something that heavy like on your <laughs> collarbone up here. Oh, like yeah. it hurts. Oh, your bone isn't buried in nine <laughs> inches of trap and deltoid? No, it's exposed! <laughs> <laughs> There's barely skin on that motherfucker. It's so, it's so funny hearing those guys talk. Like I was watching some, I think it was Brian Shaw who was like, yeah, you know, we we, we like doing this grip training. Sometimes, you know, when I'm training for strongman, I'll do uh, I'll do a couple warm-ups. Like, I'll throw, you know, something not too bad, like 480 pounds over my shoulder and, and walk a little while just to warm up my limbs. And it's like, are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> that 300 years ago, people would have worshipped you. <laughs> I wonder people what... People would have been like that. They would have shot you with crossbows. Yeah, he wouldn't have the testosterone to become him at 300 some years ago because that yeah, came from a needle. Protein, probably. Um, but like in everyday it, it, stuff, like if I had a jet ski, would he not use a trailer? Would he just pick it up and put it in a pickup truck and then carry it to the water? <laughs> it's like a normal way of handling a jet ski. Being that strong must rule. When I gripped the fiberglass, it shatters. <laughs> <laughs> so strong, yeah. I bet a, I, 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 the everyday like tasks that maybe we run into that maybe you you bring something else like a machine, a piece of machinery into into play, like mm -hmm. like hand trucks or like an engine lifter. I feel like they can just do that shit. It's it's, but it's not worth it.
It's not worth. I mean, they're basically handicapped. I like when honey, they take. Honey, I need you. I just got back from Walmart. I need you to bring in a four hundred pound Atlas <laughs> stone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like when they take a sticker and they slap it right in the middle of one of those big dudes' back, and he's just like, "Oh." YouTube you keeps recommending a video like that for me. You the guy's a me. the guy's a super good sport about it. Like, you know, I think he does it to himself and takes it off, and then he puts it on this muscular guy, and he's like, "Oh, I can't get." This. He's just totally stuck. He's got too much butt. <laughs> can't it's even funny. get close. Can't even get fucking close no, to that thing. It's yeah, great. they're so big and muscular. It's it's too much bulk. It's too the big. Amu- the amount they have to eat is insane, and I don't remember what video it is, but I always hmm. laugh thinking about that one strong man. Who is like every morning he's walking into his beautiful kitchen and he's got his beautiful wife there and she's making a hundred eggs or whatever he <laughs> needs for the day and and they're like asking him like so so what do you what do you think about like uh, how do you feel rather about eating this much every day like do you like the spinach and eggs do you do you enjoy it and he's just like. <sighs> You know, you don't have to like eating. You just have to do it. <laughs> like like the level of uh, not caring he has of like, no, eating is just like shitting. I have to do it. I don't want to shovel a hundred eggs into my mouth, but here I am. I want to eat right now. I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. I'm going to eat some more seafood uh, and poison my girlfriend <laughs> with gas. I just ate. Uh, what did you have? Got some spicy fried chicken from from uh, Popeyes. Mm, it's delicious. Good. Got some red beans and rice, some Cajun rice. It's very good. It's very good. Nice. I, uh, yeah. Been having a good time. Been having a good time. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the show. Um, I'll yeah. see you guys again tomorrow night. Yeah. We'll we'll knock out another PKA. Have a little fun here. Oh, yes, we will. Be a good one. PKN 259.